Thank you very much. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we are grateful to you once again for allowing us to be gathered in your presence. Thank you for the issues that you are raising concerning our lives on earth here. Thank you for gathering yesterday and today being the second day in our preparation to come to your table. We are asking, oh God, it is you we want to hear from. So be merciful to descend through your word unto us. That our eyes of understanding will be enlightened in the knowledge of your will. So we will live according to the word of the Lord. To glorify you on the earth. In Jesus name we have prayed and everyone said. We thank God for all of you who are here. And for those who are in your homes. That are committed to being with us. In the presence of the Lord. God richly bless you. Yesterday the Lord began an issue with us that I believe it's very important. That we open up to hear what he has more to tell us. The issue had to do with what God would do for a man that serves him. We discovered that. You can, you, everyone will become a child of God. And when you have accepted Jesus and had been brought in, translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the dear son of the Lord, you are a child of God. And the next thing is that you have to move from being a child of God into becoming someone who serves. In other words, a servant of God. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> and we have also discovered that many of us like to stay there and be just children of God, be happy and look forward to the coming of the Lord Jesus. That you will be saved anyway. But we saw that God was very particular. And in the package of salvation. He also gives you something immediately to be able to work with. So that none of us will be idle. In the kingdom of our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We discovered from John chapter 15, from verse 1 to 8, that's where we spent the time yesterday on. And we discovered that Jesus said, I am the vine and my father is the, hand, is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruits. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. And at this particular stage, we establish that once you hear the word of God and you act on it, you become clean. So you are right there into the vine. But we also discovered that God was very interested in making sure that every branch that is plugged into the vine, that is getting the nutrients from the vine... The father himself gets involved in the dressing up of this individual in such a manner that this individual will not be idle, but this individual will begin to bear fruit. Praise the Lord. And so we build on it, and the 
interesting bit of it that we all have to take caution of. It's the verse number 8 of this scripture. Probably I should just read through by way of refreshing for everybody. Thank you. So let's go to the next verse, which is, is it verse 3 or 4 that we were supposed to. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Can't you say a big amen to that? Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Without me you can do nothing. We spend a lot of time explaining that. And so... Verse number 7 says that if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The verse number 8 says that by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. So we discover that God wants to be glorified. And he is glorified when we are very busy serving. When we are very busy occupying our positions in him. Just not we are children of God and we are just there not doing anything. And so we spoke about that last night. Because we don't have much time, I wouldn't want to continue the recapping, but I just want us to carefully consider a few things tonight, and then we will enter into prayer. And so we are speaking on what God does for a man who serves him. And let me quickly drop this, that yesterday one of the things we also discovered was that When Apostle Paul didn't know and he was jammed by the Lord and he gave his heart to the Lord, he immediately knew that he had to do something. Because God came to the man and as we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18, that as soon as you are in Christ, you are giving with a ministry of reconciliation. It means that you are giving with something by all means to do for the kingdom of God. And so when God jammed Apostle Paul, and then uh, he gave his heart to the Lord, immediately he said, what would you have me to do? And the Bible says that he was told what to do. In Acts chapter 26, verse 14 to 18, I remember we read. And uh, his job description was given to him immediately so that he would occupy. And the brother did it so well we also discovered that at the end of his life, he could boldly say that he has run the race, he has finished his course. And so, children of God, tonight, I just want us to be careful never to waste time, but make sure we are occupied doing something for the kingdom of God. So, let's move, not move, let's develop into, from being a child of God to becoming a servant of God where you'll be serving in the kingdom of God. Amen. And so tonight, I want to start it off with this beautiful scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Still emphasizing on the fact that it is very important that we get occupied. The Bible says that, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be steadfast, immovable. How many times? Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that yesterday, as one of the things that I said was that, If you were employed at the ECG and your duty was to be going around to hang 
um, the cables from one pole to the other. You went for an interview, they accepted you, and then all of a sudden you have been given with a place in the office to say, when you come, this is where you report. When their track is ready and they ask you to come and join today, you are going to Chadow to go and lay cables. And you say that, listen, I've been employed, but I'm not interested in working. You will discover that you will not be paid. The truth is that you'll be fired. Praise the Lord. And so, one of the things we have not taken care of is this. That God does also not like idleness in the kingdom of God. And so, we want to trust God that this thing will sit deep into our hearts. Where we will ask the Lord our duty. Because Apostle Paul yesterday we discovered, he said, What would you have me to do? And God said, you will be told what to do. And the brother stood up and he did it until at the end of his life, he said, I have run the race. I have finished my course. Now I'm waiting for my reward. A crown of righteousness that shall be given to me and to any other person who has also served faithfully. And so, brethren, I want us individually to really consider this matter carefully. You see, We are being admonished again that there is a reward if we serve. Praise the Lord. If we don't serve, we will not be rewarded. And I remember I said that the thief on the cross, thank God that he was saved and entered into heaven. But you can be sure that when rewards are being given, there is no way he would have a reward. He had only been saved. But he will not have any reward. And I don't think that it is the best thing to just be satisfied with entering into heaven. And don't allow God to make use or work through you whilst you are on the earth. And so I plead with all of us. That it's about time we gave our hearts to seeking. Lord, what is my assignment to do? That you may do it with the fear of the Lord and obedience to his word. So brother said, brethren, be steadfast, immovable. Nothing should move you from having to do what God has had asked you to do. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. You see, there is work to be done. Hallelujah. I plead with you. Please. There is work to be done. There is work to be done in the kingdom. And I was explaining by the grace of God yesterday that the work that ought to be done in the kingdom of God in so many ways that you can give your in so many ways that you have been assigned, it zeroes down to one thing, that others will be saved. And so that's when I say that if you are even a financier of the reaching out, I want you to know that you have a greater share like even the one who goes on the field to do the job because of the scripture. But to be idle and not to do anything is not something that God is very pleased. For he said, we should always abound. In other words, there should not be any time that we should not be occupying building the kingdom of God. We should always abound, abounding in the work of God, knowing, knowing what God would do. He will reward us. Hallelujah. God will reward us. Because it is not going to go in vain. Not at all. Remember we also mentioned yesterday. Very clearly. That Apostle Paul said that. If I do the work of God willingly. I have a reward. 
if I do it reluctantly, I don't want to do it, but I still have to do it because, think, because it is my duty. I think it was found in First Corinthians. That scripture was found in First Corinthians, um, 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 chapter chapter nine. It's a verse eight. Nanama is there. Yesterday she found it for us. You see, so it's very. Nine, seventeen. Thank you. First Corinthians nine seventeen. He said, "For if I do this willingly, I have a reward." Praise the Lord. You see, word of God is confirming its own that God, if we become unmovable and we abound in the work of the we shall be rewarded. But He said, "If if I do it willingly, in other words, if I do the work of God." Happily, joyfully, the good news says that there is a reward for me. But if I, but if against my will, I am dragging myself to do, I don't really want to do it, but I'm dragging myself to do. Let me tell you something. On Sunday afternoon, when we have to go for outreach, I believe every one of them has this thing of not wanting to go. But it is a good thing to drag yourself to do it. Praise the Lord. If, if I drag myself to do it, that is even against the way I'm feeling inside. The truth is that if I don't do it, nobody else can do. Or nobody else will do. That's why he says, I have been entrusted with the stewardship. So please, never should we feel lazy when it comes to the work of God. Never should we feel that it is somebody's duty. It is important rather to know what God had asked you to do and then you will stay on course because there is a great reward. Praise the Lord. Now tonight we will do this quickly and then we will pray. Interestingly, in Matthew chapter 25 verse number 14 It's very important. Matthew 25, verse number 14. The Bible says, The kingdom of heaven. This kingdom that we have been assigned to enter. Listen to what God said. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goose to them. Let's continue, please. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. To each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with with them, and made another five talents. Likewise, and likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his lost money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done. Good and faithful servant. Something I want you to take note of it with me together. You see, it is only when a person starts serving that the kingdom of God recognizes him as a faithful servant. It is required in steward that a man be found faithful. So when we haven't moved from being children of God into serving, we are not children, we are not servants of God. So desire that you may be a servant of God with portfolio. Amen. Let me read that again. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, You delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. 
His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have done faithfully over few things, and I will make, ru- I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Oh, may the Lord help us to enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Then the one who had received one talent came and said, Lord, you knew, uh, you knew, sorry, Lord, you knew you, I knew you to be hard man, to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown. Telling law a lie to God. When the talent has been given to you, you are still saying to the Lord, He wants to collect where He hasn't sown. May the Lord help us that none of us will do this in Jesus' name. Reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the background, in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, this portion is a very serious one we all need to take note of. You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. We will get back to the 27 soon. Yes, continue. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. And this is another portion. For to everyone who has, To everyone who has, will be given. More will be given. More will be given to everyone who has. And he, and he who has abandoned, but, sorry, and he will have more abundance. But for, from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. May this never happen to any of us in Jesus' name. You know, I discovered that anyone who is not profitable in the kingdom of God is likely to have a serious repercussions. We are not for that tonight. But let me just quickly get you to the verse number 27 that I said we'll get back to it. Because of time, we will say a few things. The Bible says, so you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. As I sat down and I was thinking, and that at my coming, I would have received my own, uh, uh, my own with interest. I suddenly discovered That what God has placed in us is something that is so dynamic that if only you will rise up, it will do something. Praise the Lord. He said, if you had deposited to the bank, I would have gotten interest. What was Jesus saying to us? What I have put inside of you. If only you would do something with it, by all means, there will be a gain on it. Hallelujah. And so, brethren, tonight, the church of Jesus must rise. We must, by all means, be occupied with something. We must, by all means, hold some part of the kingdom of God with commitment Because wherever you are holding will by all means be a benefit to the body of Christ. And let me say this. This man was given with one talent. And yet he told him that he did not. He was not a master who gave. 
it occurs to me, or it occurred to me as if most of the children of God who are not occupying with one thing or the other, in fact, we are not speaking, but the truth is that this is what we are telling the Lord. And so, I think it's a cause for reasoning and prayer. As soon as a child of God is born again, he has something by all means to do for the kingdom of God. Can I just go back? Nana, switch and we'll come back to this. Go to Second Corinthians that you gave yesterday, chapter 5, verse number 18. Now, all these things are of God. Who has reconciled us to himself. That portion there, through Jesus Christ. He has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. Simply means you, are, have, been, you have been ushered into the kingdom of God. You are a child of God. The second portion is, and has been giving and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Meaning that as soon as you get born again, you are giving with something that will contribute to the saving of other people or to the building of other people. And it is important that we do not forsake it. Some will be teachers. Let me tell you. You see, when the Bible says that the man went to the far country, the parable we read, he went to the far country, but before he left, he gave gifts or he gave talents unto his servant. What does that mean? Has our master gone to a far country or he hasn't gone? It simply means Jesus has gone to heaven. It's a far country. He has gone to a far country, which is heaven. And the Bible promises that he will come back again. But before he went to heaven, the Bible said, when he was ascending into heaven, he gave men gifts. Praise the Lord. So, Ephesians is explaining Chapter 4 is explaining. He gave men gift. Some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some evangelists. All of those lists over there, he gave it as a gift. So you see, brethren, everybody has something to do in the kingdom of God. And I beg you in the name of Jesus, please don't just brush it off. Seek and be occupied with something that builds the kingdom of God and the people of God in Jesus' name. So the Bible says, He gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Few people I have seen from the Bible that are very, you know, I think it's in is it Romans 16 thereabout. Apostle Paul had listed people and one of them he said, this brother always refreshes me. Whenever I'm on missionary journey and I get to their village and I get there, he will put us in his house. He will give us goodies and feed us and then send us off. And then he said, may the Lord reward him on that day. Hallelujah. So, brethren, I just want us to know, even those who I mentioned it yesterday slightly, even those who are doing silent labor. I know of a woman in this church. She's old, but I know one thing that she does. She prays for us continuously. When she was able, she was with us. But old age now has come upon her. 
And any time I just met her, he said, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm not able to come around, but you know, I'm praying for you. I said, I can see that. That is why my afflictions are many. But the Lord delivers me from them all. Praise the Lord. And I'm not, it's because she's the one I know, but I know that there are faithful women in this house. I have happened to know who continuously also do that. They are, they are embarking on the giftings that God has given to them. You know, there are people who we know the scripture has said we ought to pray always. But there are some of us, our prayers are even one way. It doesn't cover certain areas. There are people who can never pray for me. Not they can never. They will never pray for me because as you stand and minister every Sunday, your duty is to minister to us. And you, you are already blessed. So you, it's okay. But there are others that this person who may not pray for me would also have this thing in their bowels. Who will be interceding for the, the, the younger ones and it is their burden. They have caught exactly what God gave them to do. Praise the Lord. May you be a servant and be a faithful servant. Because there is a reward. Even as we are hearing the word of God, can I ask you? What exactly is your gifting? What exactly is, is your serving position? What exactly is your, is your occupying post? What is it that is very common with you? You see, those things are spiritual. What is it that you do without any effort and you do it with such an intense in your heart? What is it? That could be, that could be the talent that God gave you. Hallelujah. There are some people I know. As soon as they get their blessing others with it, it is part of them. I remember a brother said something. He said, not to me. He said, as for you, this thing that you do, it is uncommon. The way you minister to the needs of people, and this brother so happened to someone who the Lord would just talk to. Would you take this and give it to this person for me? Oh. Oh, even if it is his last. It is only a matter of hearing. And for several times, one thing about this particular brother is that, and for several times, almost everybody that he has ministered to by way of giving something to, comes out to say, by the way, how did you know that I needed this? Almost, I mean, it is part of his life. Everything he has done to somebody, as far as I know, there is a testimony. How did you know that I needed this? And it has made me know that some people have received their giftings. And tonight, may you be a servant of God. Tonight, may you come to the awareness of your duty post and occupy. It's very exciting. I know of another man. Oh. He is so blessed that. If he stands to talk. They will say somebody has gone to gossip about you. To him. And he is occupying. There are many giftings. May we come to the point when we can be told. Thou good and faithful servant. Some people will do some work. But 
when something happens, they have stopped. But there are others. Even when they are shaking, it's a matter of time. They will cool off and still embark on the same thing. Because the thing is in them, they cannot do otherwise. And so I pray tonight that that identification may come upon you in Jesus' name. You see, there are a lot of deep things that we have not been exposed to, or in other words, we have not caught. And I think we need to spend... You see, see, in Christ, there are deep riches. We need to spend time to get those riches from the Lord. We need to, we need to, we need to say, Lord, open me to this spirit well, that I may understand and do your will. Because God would definitely be there for the man who serves him. Did we not see it yesterday? When the man asked that, what would you have me to do? He says, go, it shall be told to you. He prepared Ananias, Ananias met him, and then Ananias laid his hands and all of that, and then prophecies went over his head that you are going to become this, you will be preaching to the Jews, you will be preaching to the Gentiles, and all of that. Now, Nana, can you take us there quickly in Acts chapter 26, verse 14 to, okay, you let's take only the verse 16. You see, and I said to us that the Bible says that, and, but rise and stand to your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose. I pray that we will know our purposes in life in the name of Jesus. He said, for I have appeared to you for this purpose. Now, to make you a minister, number one, and to make you a minister and a witness both to the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. Verse 17. This is what was interesting to me. I will deliver you from the Jewish people, Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. And I was saying that when a man discovers his purpose for God, even when there are demonic forces against his life, it will come to nothing. God will see to it that he clears the way for that man to fulfill his purposes in life. Praise the Lord. People are praying for protection. People are always praying for protection. There are things we must know that as long as you are on the course of Christ, you don't need to ask, it shall be done. You don't need. He's faithful. God will not let them kill you. If you even sick of COVID, what is the name? COVID Delta or Delta COVID? Even if you were sick of Delta COVID, our God will say, son, you will rise up. You will rise up because I have duty for you and you are faithful to what you are doing. Therefore, COVID cannot kill you. Praise the Lord. I beg in the name of the Lord. May we understand the word of God. May we love instructions and righteousness. May we May we be so determined. May we ask God continuously, what would you have me to do? Be at your duty post. Occupy till I come. Be a servant. Don't only be a child of God, idol. No. Be a servant. Do a lot. You know, ask God. Ask God. You know... Let me tell you, it is not difficult at all when you have identified, or in other words, when God has helped you to understand who you are. You see, you you do what God wants you to do with ease. The things that people struggle to do, and they put up, few, about two weeks ago, 
Pastor Bimpon preached a sermon and I pray nobody should ever forget this. Let's stop acting. Let's stop it. Let's stop acting. Let me tell you, when you get to, when you get to doing the things that are yours to do, you do it with ease. You do it with ease, no struggle. You, you can't whine people. You, uh, it's only a matter of just saying, Lord, I'm going on duty. He says, he would tell you we are going. You know, I thank God for something God has been gracious to me for. Very, very gracious. Sometimes I'm careful about this because people tend to misunderstand. I have found out that if the Lord has called you to be a minister, and really that is what your duty is, dear child of God, you can do this. They will get up. It is time to preach. He will come immediately and you will preach. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. It's not every time I say it. Sometimes, in a matter of five minutes to get up, to preach. The Lord said, that's not what we are going to talk about. And the scripture will just pop up. That's it. So, whatever giftings that God has called you to do, I beg you. Because this thing is of the spirit. It's of the spirit. It's no human ability. It's not by might, it's not by power, it's not by intelligence, it's not by any ability. It is by the Spirit of God. It is by the Spirit. Five minutes, God would just quickly drop. And I know people, I know people, oh my God. I know someone who can just mount up without notes, nothing. And can preach for three hours and everybody in the meeting will know God is present. Because he has become a servant who is occupying his duty post. May you know your duty post. May you be hungry to know your duty post. May the Lord circumcise our hearts. May the doors be open over our head. May God get us there. Father, we plead. We beg you. All this natural, spiritual, deliver us. And let us be at ease at our duty post in Jesus' name. You know, even though we will be rewarded, we don't even take glory from the reward. We don't do that. Luke chapter 17, Anna. Luke chapter 17, verse number. Verse number 7. Ah. And which of you Having a servant, plowing or tendering, tending, tending sheep, will say to him, when he has come in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat. Which of us? Number eight. But will not rather say to him, Prepare something for my supper and get yourselves and get yourself and serve me till I have eaten and drunk. Afterwards, you will eat and drink. Does he thank that servant 
because he did the things that were commended him. Oh, sorry, that were commanded him. Jesus said, I think not. But crucial, so likewise. When you have done all those things which you were commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. May you never seek glory for anything that is your assignment in the name of Jesus. You're living in days and time that people want strong commendations about everything that is their duty. Oh, may the Lord help us. He said, when a servant had done, when a servant had done, you see, Apostle Paul said, if I do it unwillingly, it is still my duty. May this understanding come. You see, today I discovered something from Job. Oh, it was troubling to my heart. I'm still brooding over that scripture. The, basically, the scripture was saying something like this. You are living of righteous life. You don't need any commendation from God. That was basically. If you are living a righteous life, God shouldn't come and sing and say, Obomodding. Obomodding, my son. Obomodding, my daughter. It is your duty. So, people of God, when I see the way our attitude towards our servanthood and our serving is going, it is frightening. But let me tell you, it is good to serve. It is good to do it. Likewise, you. He's not talking to foreigners. Likewise, you, when you have done all those things which are commanded, let me tell you, the outreaches and all of this that you may be doing, we may be doing, it is our duty. We don't do that to ask for credence for ourselves. We are simply doing our duty. Praise the Lord. Those things which are commanded, which you are commanded, say, continuously say, if you do what God has asked you to do and people come, hey, oh, I tango, you just... You, in fact, if they say, oh, today you bless me, you stop it right there. I've done my duty as unto the Lord. I know that there's another school of thought that say, let's encourage. If you understand God and you're working with God, honestly, you don't need any encouragement for anything. You simply know that my duty is to get this thing done and it must be done. But most of the time, the human bit of it, the flesh, wants to say, and when I did this, nobody even saw it. So what, what is... So why shall I do it? Hey! May the Lord help us. Shall we move from being... I want us to pray tonight. I just want to stop here. Shall we move into becoming servants? You know, it takes servants. You see, that's why if you read the sayings of Jesus, you'll be amazed. The kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of God is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Please, everybody should devote their time in reading the gospel, sayings about Jesus. Tonight, that's what we have talked about. The kingdom of God has 
It's those of us in, everyone has been given with a talent. So be at your duty post. If you don't know it, oh, you have a father. If you ask him, he will tell you. Even those of us who are not here, your duty post is critical. What will God do for a man who is on course serving the Lord? Definitely, he will reward you. He will protect you. He will see to it that you run your race. He will see to it that you win your crown. Unless heaven doesn't matter to us. But I believe it does. That's the objective. So tonight we want to talk to God briefly in prayer. I'm not sure what you heard. But definitely your line of hearing may be different from mine. Can we humbly stand for a moment, please? I don't know what you want to talk to. But can I plead that you talk with God on anything that you believe God had you. Develop from being just a child of God, a son of God, a daughter of God, to becoming a servant. A servant serves. A servant has an assignment to accomplish. A servant is the one who has been given with something to do. The kingdom of God is like a man embarking on a long journey. And he gave talents to his people and said, I mean, how, how clear God is. Jesus has gone to a far country which is heaven and he is coming and he has given us gifts. The fact that yours is one talent does not mean that you should look at others and... And, and, and look down on your own. Would you, brother, I beg you, it is God we want to talk to. Would you be very sincere in your heart? Would you be very direct? Would you open up to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I heard you this. I heard this one clearly. <clears throat> Through his word. This, is, this has nothing to do with Dennis. Oh, please, don't look at Dennis. Talk with the Lord for your life. Talk with the Lord. I'm just communing with God in my heart. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help me, Lord. 